Welcome to Wander Mode, a podcast that wanders through topics such as entrepreneurship, traveling, and mamahood. As a teacher turned entrepreneur and a mama to one, I am sharing my tips and tricks to maintain harmony in a multifaceted life. Let's wander. I am your host, Julie Thomas, and today's episode is about why I started seeking harmony in my professional life. In the previous episode, I shared that I taught for 16 years. For the first seven years, teaching was my sole profession. I dedicated many hours throughout the school year and the summer, fortunately and unfortunately, to honing my craft. I challenged myself to create and adapt my curriculum based on all of the needs of my students. And as technology changed, so did my practice. I shifted from having students completing assignments in turn-in bins and on paper to using technology instead and all of these learning management systems that allowed us to share and receive assignments from the kids. I switched from communicating messages with families, primarily during conference time, to using more electronic methods that were more timely. And we all remember those days when we were able to get away with missing assignments and maybe even poor grades because our parents wouldn't know about it until conference time. And the punishment perhaps was a lot more delayed back then than it is now. Another part of my teaching journey was when I became a part of the technology integration learning team at our school. I was able to provide professional training to staff in our district in addition to other school districts. I presented with colleagues at state-run conferences, and I was even nominated as our Building Teacher of the Year. In a lot of respects, I was all the things a dedicated teacher should be. I loved my job, and it filled my cup. In 2015, hubby and I became entrepreneurs with a side hustle, making it so that I went from teaching as my sole profession to now entrepreneurship. Little did I know that this decision at the time would set off a ripple effect in my professional life in the years to come. After renting snowmobiles and cabins for several years, we definitely had our fair share of, let's just call it rentals gone wrong. Experiences from holes in the wall causing cold air to freeze the pipes in the bathroom and not being able to flush the toilet to uncomfortable rough furniture that was not relaxing after snowmobiling. Owners were doing a disservice to renters by supplying less than ideal lodging, even more so at this time than currently. And we were confident that we could offer the short-term rental community something better. So we set out to hire a local realtor and pursued purchasing a cabin in the West Yellowstone, Montana market. When a home came up in a neighborhood out there that is known as a rental community, we entered a bidding war, offered asking price, and requested that the cabin remain furnished. And the offer to keep the furnishings was really what ended up sealing the deal. The prior owner lived out of state. They didn't want to deal with the hassle of moving all the furniture. Although the home had been previously rented, the cabin vibe was dead upon arrival and needed revival. 
We refresh the furniture and decorations and use the deck by adding a hot tub. The deck fortunately had already been wired to support the use of a hot tub in that space. The only thing we needed to add to the deck was reinforcements underneath in order to make sure that it was stable enough to support the weight of the hot tub once it had water in it. After two weeks of day in, day out work, I think we even did it over like a Christmas holiday break, we were off to the races. Um, We listed it on VRBO and we kind of kept our fingers crossed and hoped for the best. Bookings started coming in, sometimes even bookings for stays that would be a year out. We received many positive reviews and guests were pretty much thrilled that they were staying at a space that was accurately listed or described and that it was well stocked. Ben was responsible for the financial side of the rental and I was in charge of guest management. We we really found our rhythm and loved running a short-term rental side hustle. In 2017, another home in the same neighborhood popped up for sale and we did not want to pass up the opportunity. So we purchased that home, put our stamp on it and listed it on VRBO. Again, more positive reviews flowed in. We loved working with this new house that was part of our portfolio. It gave us increased access to new guests and personalities, and we were really loving the experience. Life was manageable. After startup, really, the homes only required a few hours of my time each week. So I taught full-time, Ben worked full-time in risk management, and we were working traveling, entrepreneuring our life to the fullest. Life felt harmonious. Then the world got a little wonky, as it did for everyone. I was pregnant in February 2020, just before COVID hit here in the United States. I remember having a panic attack in April because I was thinking, how could we be having a baby during a global pandemic? Who does this? My classes had shifted from in-person to online, and we made the decision to live remotely at one of our cabins in Montana that wasn't being rented at the time to kind of have some mental and physical escape from the COVID reality, and especially being, being pregnant. And in those early days of COVID, if you were pregnant, you were considered to be at pretty high risk of contracting COVID. So we thought that this was the best decision. During this time, it was super challenging to be a rental owner. Worried families were contacting us about reservations. They thought about canceling out of fear for travel. They didn't want to be in confined spaces with their family members for that long. And we tried to be as accommodating as possible, but we also knew that we had bills that we needed to pay. There was a ton of stress around trying to do the right thing considering the situation. But just like everybody, we navigated the many ups and downs and things kind of settled out eventually. The months rolled by, the entrepreneur side of our brains started rolling again, and we recognized an opportunity in the market. No one was purchasing homes, as I think just most people were feeling very uncertain about what the future would hold. We were the crazies who decided to take a risk by looking at homes in Sedona, Arizona. This location was prevalent in our minds because we had recently taken a trip from Phoenix to Sedona as we were down there earlier in the year for our IVF transfer procedure. 
Sedona's Red Rocks resonated deeply with us, and we hired a realtor to pursue purchasing a home. At the same time, the Hub's parents were also interested in expanding their rental portfolio, so we purchased two houses on the same street in a partnership. One home was a dual unit with a studio below and a three-bedroom above, and the other house was a four-bedroom home. The way we were able to stand these up together is that a month after giving birth via C-section, we made the most out of my maternity leave. I flew down there with my mother-in-law and the baby, and we worked on renovating the homes and improving them to the quality that we expect to see in in our rentals. We gutted the three-bedroom home to enhance the kitchen, the flooring, and the bathrooms. And then the four-bedroom home gained an in-ground pool, making that backyard really a desert oasis. The homes were beautifully appointed, and we were very excited to get them listed. In Sedona, we made the decision to list on both Airbnb and VRBO, as the market there lends itself to Airbnb maybe just a little more than VRBO, depending on the size of the home. Ben's mom managed the four-bedroom home, and I managed the dual-unit home, bringing my guest management services to four rental houses total, the two in Montana and then the two in Arizona. And really, and oddly enough, the timing of COVID and having a baby brought unconventional flexibility to my life. Maternity leave and online learning freed me of the constraints of driving to and from a job and gave me perhaps some unrealistic control over my day-to-day life. It never resonated with me just how busy I was with a new baby, managing four rentals, and a full-time job. I was able to be online for classes and prepare for class during prep, but then I was using my lunch period, my duty-free lunch period, and the saved driving time to be able to manage all the things for the business. We were a new kind of busy, but life was good, and we were figuring out the new post-COVID normal. Now let's fast forward to 2022 and 2023. I am sinking under the weight of my responsibilities. School is back to in-person learning full-time. I'm a toddler parent before and after school. I am an entrepreneur by night after a toddler goes to bed, and I can't count the number of times I told my hubby, there is not enough time in the day. So I'm asking myself, Harmony, where are you? We were managing, we could have continued to operate as we were. But I think both my husband and myself desired a life beyond just simply managing. In August of 2022, we decided that Ben would leave his job and work on our business full time. This decision did relieve some of the time pressure. We could be a little more flexible when issues arose at the rentals, or if our toddler was homesick, we had somebody that could stay at home with her without me having to put in for a sub and then go through the whole sub planning process. We noticed an immediate change in our day-to-day reality and and all the things that we were able to balance. So we began to dream about what the company could be if we both worked for the business. These 
casual discussions about the business's potential turned into planning discussions. And I quickly began to realize that there was a change on the horizon. On my way to work on projects at one of our rentals, that was when I stumbled upon Jenna Kutcher's Gold Digger podcast, which I mentioned in in the last episode. But there was one particular episode as I listened to several on this very long drive that really stood out to me. I listened to the one called Waiting for a Sign to Make a Big Career Change. And in this episode, Jenna interviews Melissa Simpkins, and Melissa empowers women to seek purpose in their life and career. Now, in this moment, I thought about how fortunate I was that I already had meaning in my life and my career. That is not normal for most people. (laughs) However, after listening to their advice... What I discovered is that my identity as a teacher could continue in a different capacity within our business. And that was the moment when I knew what I needed to do. The choice to leave teaching was challenging, even though I knew it was the right decision. I loved my job. I loved my colleagues. I loved my school district. Yet the facets of my life were not in harmony with one another. I knew my time and energy were divided and that I was no longer focused on the education that I was providing my students. If I go back to 15 years ago, my philosophy was then, as it is now, that I would never allow myself to be an educator if I couldn't give it my all. Teaching is a job that requires patience, dedication, attention, and a daily desire to connect with kids. When it became clear that I couldn't direct 100% of my energy into being the teacher that I wanted, I made the tough decision to resign. It is still hard for me to actually say those words even today. Now, I am a full-time entrepreneur and a teacher, just in a different capacity, It is sad, it is terrifying, it is exciting, it is all the things. But seeking harmony sometimes means letting go in order to be able to let in. So here I am. I'm starting this podcast in the hopes that I can encourage others to take a chance on themselves too. I am going to continue to share my journey in these episodes in addition to offering tips and tricks along the way regarding entrepreneurship, mamahood, and traveling. I am going to leave you with another excerpt from Prayers of Honoring by Pixie Lighthorse. I was actually gifted this book by a dear friend who knew that I needed inspiring words to keep me positive on this journey into the unknown. This particular excerpt helped me believe that I can still honor my origins while choosing a new path. This one is called Honoring Origins. Remind us that enlightenment is sometimes come by clumsily or revealed through a dusty dragging by the hair. Help us craft our tools which will illuminate where we've been so we can comprehend our evolution. Help us value the muck we have crawled through to stand on our own two feet. Allow us to celebrate where we're going without forgetting where we came from. As Pixie said, enlightenment sometimes comes clumsily. I appreciate the beautiful muck I crawled through to stand on my two feet. We wander and we discover. 
We celebrate where we're headed, but we always remember where we came from. If you wandered to this point in the episode, thank you for listening to the Wander Mode podcast. Please leave a review and subscribe. You can follow me on Instagram and Facebook at Wander Mode Co. Reach me by email at julie at wandermode.co. Until next time, wander on.